Hey guys, welcome back to another semiconductor update. Today, we're going to take a closer look at three main markets. We're going to start off with NVIDIA. Obviously, they have earnings coming up, but they did announce some new networking solutions. Then we're going to take a closer look at Qualcomm. Qualcomm recently released a new chip for the mobile market. So we'll take a closer look at that. And finally, we are going to take a closer look at TSMC and Samsung, mainly in the manufacturing aspect, as there are reports that Samsung just got some nice wins for their four nanometer technology. So let's take a closer look at all that in today's episode all right so let's start off with nvidia like i mentioned we have earnings coming up in about a few hours and obviously i will be covering it in my main channel so make sure to go check out that channel jose naharo stocks but we can see nvidia is killing it 500 as i am recording today's episode year to date the stock is up over 250 percent so what i want to take a closer look at nvidia is on november 20th i do believe that was yesterday nvidia announced new ethernet networking platforms for ai available soon from big server makers like Dell Technology, Hewlett, Packard, Enterprise, and Lenovo. I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video and check out fool.com slash Jose for the 10 best stocks to buy now. With that link, you get a promotional offer for the subscription service. Now, let's continue with today's episode. So NVIDIA announced with obviously those big server, server providers, um, they, they will be the first to integrate NVIDIA Spectrum X Ethernet networking technologies for AI into server lineups to help enterprise customers speed up generative AI workloads. And when we think of, of kind of like AI workloads, we always think about computational power, right? And we always kind of think of things like GPUs, the H100, the H200, and all the other kind of products that NVIDIA provides. But right now, for kind of the developing of accelerated workloads and for kind of AI workload solutions, you need to also have some form. You, you can optimize it, right? Anything can be optimized. And NVIDIA has optimized those workloads also in the networking side. Uh, so they do mention that Spectrum X offers enterprises a new class of Ethernet networking that can achieve roughly 1.6 times higher networking performance for AI communications versus traditional Ethernet offerings. So we can see this is very needed for that niche market and for whoever are those, whoever's building those AI workloads. I do believe Microsoft's, um, Microsoft's supercomputers that are focused in the AI space are using NVIDIA's um, DPU solutions and maybe in the future are going to be using these Spectrum solutions as well. Uh, they do mention that these new systems that are being built by these three top uh, system makers are going to bring together NVIDIA's networking solution, the Spectrum X, they're also going to bring NVIDIA's acceleration computational uh, solutions like their GPU systems, the H100, the H200. More importantly, it's also going to bring NVIDIA's software solutions like NVIDIA's AI Enterprise and NVIDIA's AI Workbench. So right off the bat, we can see how NVIDIA is not just killing it in the GPU space. It's not just killing it in the CPU space. It also has their GPUs. It also has their software solution. Uh, so this is definitely a big win. And I, I expect to hear some about it. Um, during the earnings call, but the networking side, I believe, doesn't get as much love as maybe some of the other products that NVIDIA provides. So the new systems from Dell, HP, and Lenovo will be coming out in the first quarter of next year. Now, the second company I want to take a closer look at is Qualcomm. But before we go any further, guys, if you haven't, make sure to hit the thumbs up, make sure to hit the subscribe button, check out the pinned comment for a lot of great descriptions, like my membership program here, where I do weekly exclusive videos. Um, 
semiconductor news and a special offer for fool.com slash jose uh so qualcomm right now the stock is down roughly two percent as i am recording year to date the stock is up 17.9 percent if you have been watching this channel or my other channel we have taken a closer look at qualcomm and i was really screaming on nice buy levels at this company when year to date was pretty much flat so snapdragon or, or qualcomm introduced on november 17th so about four or five days ago a new snapdragon 7 series mobile platform chip uh so nothing too crazy here this snapdragon 7 is going to be the gen 3 for this uh it's going to be the third generation of this line and it's just going to improve things and bring kind of what we're seeing all around in qualcomm on device ai uh, and they do mention that it's being adopted by numerous kind of oem phone providers already like honor and vivo so i might be wondering hey jose i know there's the snapdragon 8 and that just released gen 3 as well what's the difference between snapdragon 8 and snapdragon 7 well snapdragon 8 is usually for your high premium high tier phones snap 7 um, is usually for that middle class those lower end cheaper phones uh, so obviously there is a market opportunity for uh for both those markets uh so qualcomm tries to provide different solutions for different price points uh so pretty interesting i mean we do know that the mobile market um is still weak but it is improving and it is improving and this can obviously boost up especially as we're moving into this generative ai solutions coming into local devices and chips like this will obviously be a nice change of kind of technological advancements that we're seeing right now now the final company i want to take a closer look at is taiwan semiconductor and also samsung so both players that play in the manufacturing space so tsmc sitting at 98 dollars and 32 cents year to date the stock is up 32 percent this is another one that we were talking about in the low 80s in the mid 80s uh, when year-to-date returns were low digits and now up 32% kind of getting closer to the market. So there are a few Samsung news and I do believe it kind of corresponds well with TSMC since it is their biggest competitor. So we have seen reports on November 21st, uh, which is today that Samsung shifts investment focus to three nanometer tech in Taylor, Texas plants. Uh, so for those that are not familiar, Samsung is developing a plant in Taylor, Texas. And originally that plant was meant for like the four nanometer chips, but it does seem like maybe Samsung is getting some great traction on three nanometers. So based on this report, they are shifting a little bit of the investments, maybe doing some expansions to really focus on three nanometers as well. Uh, so obviously that bodes well. Uh, and obviously it's just, I just want to kind of showcase that, hey, look, it's not just Intel, it's just not TSMC building here in the United States. We also even have a uh, Korean giant, Samsung also building in this space as well. Outside of that, there are reports that Samsung has secured AMD and Tesla as its clients for 5 nanometer and 4 nanometer chip production. Based on this report, there was kind of a keynote where the Samsung's president was discussing some of the stuff and they mentioned that, hey, look, big players in data centers and hyperscaler uh, semiconductor solution market and, and Tesla, for example, have all come to Samsung for some form of solution one way or another. Now, there are some reports that that TSMC's three nanometer wafer production 
is expected to increase dramatically in 2024, mainly because of other kind of phone business like Qualcomm, like MediaTek. The first customer was Apple, and they seem to have most of the orders in 2023, but it does seem for 2024, we're also getting other players in that space. So that bodes well for TSMC, but I do believe a lot of that was expected. Usually when TSMC kind of releases a new generation or a smaller chip, you usually see a one or a few big customers start off the initial investments or the initial production and then as the years progress they start moving from the previous or the second previous generation and and kind of move to the newer generation so this is to be expected and i don't believe investors should kind of like i I don't think that's necessarily a bullish case because it is expected as new generation and new technology is created you're going to see a ramp up in customers using that technology as well so i hope you guys enjoyed the semiconductor update so take care guys have a good day and see you next time